You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 123. Ant Sex, or Hobo Hannah's Juice Harp Jam. Chicago. The criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that's like a freight train derailing in your own backyard. My name is Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. I'm Raven Perez. And welcome to another episode of the Savage Fincast, the internet's only Eric Larson slash Savage Dragon dedicated podcast. This episode, we're going to be talking about Ant, which uh, I, I don't think we've talked about in a bit, in a few episodes, maybe recently. I don't know. It's been a bit. But, More uh, frequently than Dragon, the mainstay Dragon, right? Yep, yep. And yeah. this will be the last issue for a little while. Eric says that he's basically taking the book on a little bit of a hiatus to get ahead. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Um, I hate to say it, but I hear a lot of comic creators say, I'm taking a break to get ahead. And then uh, it doesn't work out that Yeah, well. famous <laughs> last words, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think any comic <laughs> creator has ever gotten ahead in their entire life. That, that's my takeaway. Let's just say if there was a uh, TV show about a comic creator and he was delivering the line, I'm taking a break to get ahead, the way it would be done is he'd say, I'm taking a break. And then he'd turn to the camera and he'd zoom in on his face <laughs> and he'd be lit from below and he'd say, to get ahead. And it just, you know, because you know, it's dun, dun, dun. We certainly, uh, we're certainly hoping it works out because we do want more ant. Yeah, uh, dude. New ant. New ant. Yes. I mean, we're still we in the we're... we're still in the Mario Gully era covering that <laughs> that stuff. So we'll still see some uh, lookalike pages, but uh, the, the the page reuse should taper off now. We're ready. We're. I think. I think everybody's ready for. It. Yeah. We're. We are goddamn ready for some fresh ant. Um. You know, I am going to go ahead and. Uh, lovingly bust chops on this cover oh wait shit you know what we have news stop stop yeah, the presses we, we, we do stop have the presses a critical <laughs> piece in. of news <laughs> this just in well this just in last week uh 30 minutes after we finished recording the podcast <laughs> just enough to make us look like total assholes yep uh so remember uh, our old interesting conversation which is going to still be active through the next episode because nobody sent us any emails yet guys uh, <laughs> uh just to, just a reminder that that interesting conversation topic is what should happen to the savage dragon supporting cast in the upcoming san francisco move uh at the time when we poised that question we were only speculating based upon things eric said in his interview and conversations with uh what's his face young blood in the latest ep- issue of the savage dragon uh but now we've got 
a cover which confirms they are, in fact, moving to San Francisco. Yep. And, uh, and yeah. Billy has, in fact, been converted into a box of Bob's Donuts. <laughs> That's his tragic origin. I, you know, it's funny. Okay, I'm, st- I'm trying to pull up the cover because I'm never prepared. But um, <laughs> oh, here it is. Only the best. So I think Eric, before this cover went live, Eric asked uh, a question about uh, what he should do about covers coming out, uh, soliciting in the future that may have spoilers on them. Yes. Now right. he, he he did mention when he was when he made that post that it was kind of a minor thing, but I think just from conjecture, what he might be talking about is that Jack is on this cover, so clearly he has not been uh, torn apart and thrown to fish. Well, what's uh, nice spoiler. Though, yeah, what's nice, though, is that while we do have Jack present, we don't have Billy present. So there is still yet a bit of mystery, just a wrinkle yeah, that's of mystery true. here. Bill, Billy may not be getting adopted. Yeah. Um, question. So as soon as I saw this cover, it put the scene of Jack under the docks in a whole new light. Is oh, yeah. Jack you're, you're, the gay geez. one? Is Jack gay? I mean, that's, yeah. that certainly could be the twist on it. I, don't think, I think like the way Eric kind of talked about it on Facebook, it's just them playing dress up of, you know, typical San Francisco cliches uh, and yeah, cliches. So I think it's kind of overthinking that. I mean, I could be wrong and who knows, but I think it's probably more of just a gimmick kind of. Uh, M- M- Maxine thinks everyone in San Francisco walks around in uh dominatrix gear well, they have a pretty large snm scene so there you go i do like is it maddie in the maxine uh school yeah. girl yes yeah. the, the tradition I, I lives on yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny it's uh maddie little maddie carrying on in maxine's uh you know footsteps it's fantastic i l- listen dudes the star of this though has got to be hippie malcolm a visual that I never thought we'd see. He's got he, his weed shirt. He looks <laughs> a lot better in round glasses than his father. <laughs> he does. Yeah, both are horrible. <laughs> you hater. You don't, don't appreciate the, the round glasses? Look. Not at all. Nope. Mm. <laughs> but oh, hey, yeah. Fun trivia fact. Isn't 76 Eric's jersey? Eric's it? jersey. Is he? Know. What, Eric plays football or played football? When he was a kid. In I, the past, not I, currently. I, 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 yeah. No, no shit. <laughs> I've never I've never heard that story. I didn't know he played football. You said it. <laughs> didn't I didn't didn't Dragon have a jersey? Was it seventy six on that too? Yeah, the it, it wasn't a, there's not much of a story to it. Just somebody thought that seventy six was the number of some a reference to some professional and Eric was like, Oh yeah, well actually that was my jersey number. He's like, I just threw it in there. You know, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. All right, Raven, you made a joke about Bob's Donuts, and I didn't get it because I didn't notice the box in the grass. (laughs) The box on the bottom. (laughs) It's a little box full of Billy's. Maybe, 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 maybe Billy is there and he's been replaced by the box until it actually comes out. (laughs) I mean. That'd be a twist. Photoshop exists. I sure do. Although it would cover up those two people in the background he painstakingly drew, so. And the architecture. Are they, 
is it like a bunch of homeless people uh, or at least one guy near the fountain on the one side <laughs> with his ass crack out? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I'm sure a lot of people made Full House references when this cover came out, but Eric claims he's never seen it. Wow. Well, I mean, that really How is in the what world? San Francisco is known for, is those houses, the Victorians. I think Eric lives in one himself. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think he, he ever, he claims he never watched Full House, so he doesn't get all the jokes. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. That was on syndication so. forever. Maybe caught an issue or... I know, he's got kids, dude. I'm just saying, like he's yeah, got his, kids. His kids were too young, too young for that. That was yeah, already for, done. Full, full House was full syndication. Full, full, ha- full House ended oh, when syndication I a, when yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah, it was never not on. Yeah, I'm saying. Well, yeah, when you were a teenager, his kids are like ten years guess, younger than you, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I'm older than them. Yeah, I think. And the that show was Craig's the sh- point. The show was an also ran. <laughs> When I was, never mind. You're you're right. It was rerun forever. You're right. It's very hard to but, avoid Full House. See, that is that's where we want to be. Full House was on forever, so I'm just shocked that he's never seen it. It's crazy. I don't know. I'm not saying he has to be a fan, but to have right. never seen it, it's just shocking. Whatever happened to predictability? Milkman, <laughs> Paperboy, Evening TV, indeed. All right, so the other thing with 266 is our good friend Scott James has got his first uh, Savage Dragon cover. He gets the variant, and we talked a little bit about it last episode, but it's still kind of cool, and I didn't think we nailed down which issue it was going to be, but it's going to be 266. So, And it's funny because I love that it, you know, we commented, we were like, huh, you know, this beach cover really could have run on this like last issue here you know with them at the beach but then with them going to san francisco confirmed it's like well you know of course <laughs> san francisco has beaches <laughs> there's, there's other beaches what the fuck were we on about do they have no. good beaches really I, I don't know probably better than the beaches of so. lake michigan though or wherever toronto is hmm. yeah toronto beaches yeah some great lakes beach yeah <laughs> yeah hey, there's a shark in the water eh? You stinking loser! I know San Francisco's got the water and the coast and Alcatraz. I just I don't know about like a real beachfront, but I could be wrong. I don't know California. All those cities all flow together. In San Diego, LA, definitely. San... Yeah, California <clears throat> is weird to me to think that an entire coast decided to be two states. Right. It's like three. you, you three. had the power three. Who's the third state? Everyone forgets about Oregon. Washington, Oregon, California. Ah, oh, Washington. Oh, wait, Oregon. Wait, Oregon's on the... What? Yes, oh, is yes. Does Oregon have a coast? It does, yes. yes. <laughs> Shame on you, Dan. I don't know America. <laughs> what, do you think I'm an yes. American or something? I don't know America. <laughs> the Oregon coast, you just never think about that. You think well, about the Oregon plains. I think Portland is a coastal city. It must be. In, in Portland, Oregon. In <laughs> Seattle, Washington. Um, some, well, no, I guess, no, they're both on rivers. Well, Seattle's in a bay, kind of, and Portland's in a river. So actually, Portland is not on the coast, but it has coasts. Right. Washington, Oregon right. has coasts. All right, here's what I know about the West Coast. You ready? Uh, <laughs> it's the best coast. Oranges in California. All right. Earthquakes. Yeah, got it. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, San Francisco's got the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Alcatraz and gay culture. All right, we got that. 
Yep. Uh, I know Portland, Dan. Oregon is like a place for hipsters, and Seattle has a slate gray sky. And, and grunge. And Disney. Oh, I didn't know grunge was from the West Coast. Grunge is from Seattle. Yeah. Grunge is from oh, Seattle, Seattle grunge. Yeah, well, fuck away. Yeah, you know, yeah. God damn it. Kurt Cobain. This may be know? my last FinCast, guys. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't know a lot about Kurt Cobain either. I don't, I don't like uh, Nirvana. I don't like their sound. This is definitely my last FinCast, guys. Okay, this might be my last FinCast. <laughs> you don't like Nirvana? I'm not a grunge fan. I'm not a fan of Nirvana or Smashing Pumpkins or any of those. What? How do you hate Smashing Pumpkins? Well, hate might be strong. I just don't okay. care for the sound. What about 1979? I don't know that one. Everybody, okay, but if you knew it, you would love it, right? Would I? Because everyone does. Because everyone does. Everyone does. <laughs> Today is the greatest. Wait, is 1979 a song or an album? It's a song. Song. All right, let me take a look here. Smashing. No I, 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 I don't recognize it by lyrics. No time to for tomorrow. <laughs> nope. Saw ringing, Smashing Pumpkins in 1994. <laughs> cool. You saw Billy Corgan when he didn't understand. look like Uncle Fester. In 1994, my favorite artist was Billy Joel. Wow, that's wow! Wow, I just wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah, I love Smashing Pumpkins. My, 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 you should too. My, my music tastes are very odd, uh, especially. No. Hey, I, I, I Smashing Pumpkins is originally from Chicago. I didn't become a fan of like current music mm-hmm. until like ska punk started taking over in the mid to late nineties. Hmm. That I got into. No doubt, right? Indeed. What Scott Punk was big in the late nineties? I thought it was like over by the mid nineties. Was it? It was a f- no, no doubt. They're Scott <laughs> and Real Big Fish, Real Big Fish, and uh, oh, what's the main one? Um, Sub- less than Sub- Jake, Sublime? a bunch. Of, yeah, less than Jake. I wouldn't call Sublime a ska band, would you? Yeah, I'm I wrong about that. Are one. they? Okay, okay. I'll they, shut the fuck played, up. I don't know. Played some ska. Okay, okay. Huh. I fucking hate that band. You hate Sublime? Yes. This might be my last Fincast. It was like a band that was on the radio every five minutes in like 1996 or something. You are correct, sir. Oh, Offspring. Offspring's a band I'm trying to think of. Yeah. I was a fan of Offspring. Yeah, love Offspring. I like their first album. Saw them in 1994, too. Wow, 94 was your year, man. That was awesome. No, I was just... I don't know. That was kind of the year, like that punk kind of really died. Well, I guess so. Ninety four was the first year I started going to concerts. There you go. That's what it is. I was gonna say that's not the year punk took off. <laughs> no punk, like the new, like that Offspring uh-huh. song, that first song come out and play. That kind of kicked it off in the nineties. Like it kind of lost steam after the Clash, and then Offspring came back. You know, Nirvana was around, and I wouldn't necessarily call that punk. I mean, no. some people would. Nirvana's and grunge. Then, and then Offspring and Rancid and Green Day kind of hit the scene. Oh, yeah, Green Day. Goddamn. Yeah, some of, the, some of the guys in my uh, Boy Scout troop played a lot of Green Day. I listened to a lot of that through them. So I, I yeah. like Green Day, too. You, everyone loved Dookie. A band every, from every Berkeley outside of San Francisco. Are they? See, Huge we tied it back scene. to Savage Dragon, dear listeners. Huge punk scene. Wow. Yeah. We sure tenuously did. According All to right. a poll, as long as we bring it back to Savage Dragon, it's okay. <laughs> All right. 
Now that we've bored the shit out of our listeners. No, they love that. If you didn't like that, write in savagefincast at gmail.com and you tell us what you think the fucking start of Ska was, you smart ass. The specials. <laughs> Story of my life. Na, 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 na. That's social distortion. Nice, dude. You got it. I figured you would. Craig's our music guy, if you guys didn't know. Clearly. Even though, with all the comics I draw, I probably listen to more music than Craig. But I listen I to a lot of like, lame weeb know. shit. Oh, yeah? You want to compare music cocks right now live on the radio? <laughs> we will. Don't make me pull out all of my uh, power metal bands that neither of you ever heard of. All right. Have I'll match of you... all your power metal bands with bands you've never heard of. All right. Have either of you heard of uh, Yesterday's Wasteband? No. Yesterday's Wasteband or Wasteband? Wasteband. Wasteband? Yeah. No. Because I just made it up. Of course you did. What about two-stroke <laughs> television? No. No, I made that one up. I knew it. That was <laughs> that was that was my made up high school band. That's a, I Two thought that was a television. Indeed. <laughs> my my high school band uh, was Johnny Beergut and the Thunder Drunks. That's cool. a good ass band name, dude. It's a lot of syllables. Although you better be also, awesome. With friends' the name band was uh, George Burns and Hell. That one's better. <laughs> That's a good one. And my dude. brother's uh, name uh, band, uh, punk band was James Bondage. Or Star Strangled Banner. Dude, that's a good one. Why didn't you guys ever do anything? You had good names. We played locally. We just didn't have the skill. Did you have any merch? No. no, I was going to say, I would love to have like a t-shirt of one of those. Yeah. Do it. Make band shirts for your old high school bands. I don't know. I did like George Burns in Hell, and I just wanted a shirt of like George Burns with flames. Yes, dude. I, I mean, I, as soon as you said te- that, technically that's a South Park joke, and that's in the South Park movie. This that was way before this. This is well. When was the South Park movie? Ninety four. <laughs> was everything so this, in ninety four? I was in high school. Yes, and... basically ninety four is when it all happened. It's like the Back to the Future. Like, it's the point of... <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. Okay, I'm wrong. Back to the, uh, South Park movie was 1999. I, that's way later than I thought. Yeah, yep. so this is when we were in high school. So this was 94, 95. Like, junior, senior in high school. I graduated high school in 95. So we were ahead of our time. Sweet. Sure were. Hell yeah, dudes. All right. Ant Sex. The Savage Music Cast. Um, Ant Sex, the cover. Listen, so <laughs> I have to lovingly beat up on the choice to put the end on the cover before oh, you yeah. take a hiatus. Right. Like, you know, I just, I'm probably, so sad. It probably seemed like a good idea at the time. I know people thought that this is the end. Like, I'm just saying, like, they probably I know. still do. Yes. And when Ant 7 inevitably comes out, I know there's going to be comments like, Yeah, I thought it ended. Yeah, I said the end right there on the cover. Look, I'm looking at it. I thought it got canceled back in the 90s. That's what got comes out? No, it's a joke about yeah. Savage Dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought Ant was porn now. 
I was really uh, hoping that this uh, cover was uh, going to be that she was prying one of those rock creatures' butts open. (laughs) 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 The grok. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like she's spreading the cheeks. Spread the cheeks. Yeah, dude. Just spreading. I hope no one has a camera right now. You know, poop. But I love it. It is still a cool cover. I do still love it, despite the fact I'm beating up on the end. But yeah, it's still a cool cover. I love it. It's the it's the end of the arc, Raven. Obviously, it's only the end of the arc. Why why would you think it was the end of the series? It's not issue twelve. We know it ends at issue twelve. We got five more issues minimum, Raven. You're you're correct. You are correct. And she is indefatigable. I'm sorry. Indefatigable. God bless you. In indefatigable. Indefatigable. Indefatigable aunt. Oh, I see. I see. And her allies. Indefatigable. Indefatigable. Is it, is it indefatigable? The flabbergasted aunt. Well, how do you guys pronounce it? I don't even know what you're talking about. Above the title on the first page, the end, it says the indefatigable aunt and her allies' oh. face. That's indefatigable. Wait, there is a G in there. I've been reading it. Sorry, do it one more time while it's clean. Sorry. Indefatigable. Okay, so I've been I I misread that as undefeatable, which is what I thought it was said. But you're right. There is a fucking G in there. Indefatigable. Undefeatable. So wait, you're supposed to say fat? Indefatigable. And it's I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what Google says. That just sounds wrong. Indefatigable. What is this word? A of a persisting person tirelessly. or the persisting tirelessly. Yeah, they can't be fatigued. Indefatigable defender of human rights. Huh. You know. This so, is so, 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 the so, 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 cast. So you're right. It should be. It should be. It's, it's someone who doesn't get fatigued. So it should, should be indefatigable. I said indefatigable because it's indefatigable. Because yeah, right. fatigue is the base, but now let, indefatigable. Let's, now let's not forget this is the language that says catastrophe and catastrophic are pronounced two completely different ways. Oh, you're correct. Never mind. Yep, you're right. <laughs> that is how English works. I forgot. Because <laughs> I would never say it's not uh, catastrophe. It's catastrophe. Indefatigable. <laughs> Indefatigable ant and her allies. <laughs> it sounds funny though. <laughs> indefatigable. Indefatigable. The indeflatable. <laughs> the undefeatable. The flatable. Uh, the dirigible. The dirigible. <laughs> the dirigible. Um, yeah, uh, this is a repeat, and I think the next page is too. So I, page... I completely forgot about this fire guy uh, mm-hmm. in the previous outing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's he, well. He's a fire guy. I mean, he looks like a Human Torch, of course. And Johnny Storm. Yeah. I I think he looks good. I don't think we've seen Eric draw the Human Torch enough. And I think he but should did, draw it more. Did you guys notice on that first page was that was originally a double page spread, and I think Eric either light boxed or just kind of condensed adjusted it, it and f- yeah, condensed them all into one page. He did change a little bit, like just made spawns knee bend without showing the rest of the foot but i looked at all three characters and they look exactly the same so we just kind of scrunched them together 
Huh, you're right. I'm, I'm looking at it now. You're right. Exactly right. Weird. A little light box action, huh? He added a little bit more to the cape, which was cut off uh, previously. And yeah, you just moved things around and redid the background. The indefatigable Eric Larson. Wish I had a better way to see both at the same time. I gotta figure that out. I got it. I got it. I got it hooked up. Yeah, you are correct. That is a double page spread condensed into a single page. That's pretty cool. All right. But you know what we're missing out on is that sweet giant Brackabadoom. Yep, that's gone. Rip. You were gone too soon. (laughs) Also, we have a little retcon of words. Apparently an ant's recollection of things. She said, I think you might be right. She doesn't well, say that. Maybe. <laughs> she doesn't say that in the a, original. A split second after. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, it got drowned out by the Brackham of Doom. Mm-hmm. I think you might be right. So, I mean, before we move forward, I found this issue is pretty much almost page for page. Yeah. The same as... Um, Savage Dragon 217. Correct. There's a few pages different, but this is a little different than the previous issue of Ant Ant 5, which uh, had a lot of panel for panel. Like a lot of, It wasn't so much page for page, but a lot of reused panels kind of mixed with the, sprinkled with newer panels in, and then there were like, I think three, uh, three or four pages of like Gadget Man scenes at the end right. of the book where they get the car. But this issue was like pretty much through and through, like just the same pages almost. The same dialogue, not even like change dialogue. Yeah. And I will go ahead and criticize because, you know, there's things to love, but while we're talking about it, you know, might as well address it. Um, I thought that there was going to be use made of the little bit of new that was put in there. And there's really not much. He doesn't do much with the pages that are dedicated to new material. Uh, there's very little done with it. Like, there's no twist on, you know, Isaiah Stone. Nope. Yeah. Um, there's no more. We get no more uh, information on Ant's overall mission to stop the biblical rapture. You know, you don't see, like, it doesn't cut the Gadget Man. I mean, we he knew he was going on a hiatus, so it doesn't cut the Gadget Man. He's like, and you have to get back here right now. The twins are on fire or something like that. Like, just some crazy, like, stinger to keep you on your seat. Nothing. <laughs> the new pages was like, all right, Ant hot wiring or stealing the van, which didn't right. really add much to the story. Right. And, you know, maybe well, some in the back. We get a little bit that that page with her stealing the van is kind of gives us um, basically it lets her talk about the other two being dumb shits. Right. Yeah. Which kind of gives us more of a her point of view on this and her opinion on these two. True. Because, again, you know, the Savage Dragon issue was kind of from Malcolm's point of view. So we get hit more of his and Spawn's point of view in that story than we ever get of Ants. She's kind of a mysterious enigma. But now we're getting her point of view on the story. Yeah, but I do cut. Good. I was just going to say I do have to agree with you though, Craig, is that I don't think that that did enough for characterization or anything like, you know, it wasn't like oh, you know, it was nothing. <laughs> it did manage to cut out. So in the original Savage Dragon issue, 
there's such a long-winded scene between Malcolm and Spawn about police and good cops and bad cops. It was kind of a little like just over your, you know, just right on, you know, hit hit over the head with it. And that kind of was kind of nice to cut that out. It was just a little much for me. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that. They just go back and forth and basically yeah, it's a- Spawn's like, go fuck yourself. Or uh, <laughs> like they're just screaming at each other before they get to that silhouette page and then they kind of calm down. He's like, fuck you, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, Spawn is like, I don't know, just the, the stiffest character. Like yep. there's, when you think of like. I forget, was Al, like, was Al Williams a cop? What was his background? No, he was Al a Simmons. Guy, he was a, he was right? a soldier. Al Simmons. Al Simmons. Yeah. Yeah, Al Simmons was like a secret ops soldier. So he did work for the government. Yep. The the thing for me, like what drew me to Savage Dragon is the same thing why I like Spider-Man. It's kind of a wise ass. It's a fun character to read about. Like characters like Spawn and Shadowhawk, they're so dry and like yeah. they're no self-serious. humor at all. It's just, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like it just, the character just drags it down. And it's only funny when like, when when Malcolm or Dragon's like picking on him or they're bullshitting, you know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. fighting. But alone, it's like I have no interest. This guy's a fucking I don't know. Just I can sum in the mud. Yeah, I can I can sum Spawn's entire three hundred plus uh, career up in one word. Wanda. Yeah, is this no like <laughs> personality? I guess none. Yeah, unless I just not- haven't read enough. I don't know. Well, here's the thing, you, Craig. Is should you have to? I mean, is I know that you've read at least I would say probably ten yeah, issues. Yeah, ten is, issues. Yeah, I, if ten issues, he can't shine in ten issues. Then, goddamn, you're doing something wrong. You know. It's, to me, it's like you know, the clown was the one that had like. Yeah, I get the I get the sense of, I get the sense of like the clown, Sam and Twitch. Those were like all the like funny characters. It's, yeah, it's just it's it, weird. It's weird to have your main guy be a straight man and everyone else around him be interesting. <laughs> but there's a lot of characters like that. And in, in, like, even in the beginning of the image comics, like that's why like, I was drawn to Savage Dragon. Like Shadowhawk was like that. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like the, maybe Wildcats, some of the guys had personalities, but I guess they did. But, uh, I don't know, like Cyberforce. None of those guys seem to really y- have y- young Bl- young blood had some personalities. I mean, I got to yeah, admit that yeah, like Bad, ba- Rock. Bad Rock's a goofball, if and Bad Rock was good. Vogue and yeah, yeah. I don't know because they had that celebrity lifestyle thing, so they kind of got to be like people. Yeah, right. Whereas everyone else was like uh, cursed by the devil or turned into a half a robot or whatever <laughs> Shadowhawk's deal is. So they all had to be like super serial all the time. Yeah, too super serial. I do say, what? oops. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. Uh, I will. I will say that I do appreciate the uh, way that the dash is rendered in the van stealing scene. Um, I appreciate the attention to detail. I do think that showing her using any weird alternate cool powers is good. I, I do think her using her finger to just turn into a key is good. Like, yeah. it, it's better than the original, fuck you, you're a cop, fuck you, you're not a cop. It's way better than that, right? So it's like, I, I do I do applaud the fact. And Eric is continuing to play with the whole, Aunt wasn't there for that. 
kind of a thing that he's been doing, like for these whole seven issues, like she wasn't there for their argument. So when we're seeing things from her perspective, you know, Oh, that's a good point. Like she doesn't know, she can't hear it. She just knows yeah. they're arguing. Yeah. So that's, that's a great point that that's why they wouldn't really focus on it. Yeah. So I, and in fact, she says, she's like, I, I have no idea what they're, you know, doing, but when I come back, they seem to have made peace. It's because she wa- literally walks away. And if you look in 217, that's the way the sequence is played too. Ants in the background of one of the panels, and then most of the panels are just Malcolm and Spawn. And then it's the silhouette. And then by the time, next time you see Ant, Ant's just in the van. And so, you know, you didn't need the context in the original comic. But, I mean, if we're getting the, you know, story from Ant's perspective. So, I mean, even though it's like one page, like, I do think it's a cool page. But at any rate, we'll continue. You were saying. Uh, Did you guys notice, like, on this font for Spawn's dialogue? Like, is oh, yeah, every time. Like, That's, why uh, is it so, like... What, the silver the silver hoop? Not the silver. No, the, the wavy. The, the words are wavy. I've never seen Spawn. Maybe it is in his comic. I don't know. I, it I, wasn't in the Savage Dragon issues. Wasn't it? No, you're right. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, it's, it, I mean, this is okay. So to me, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the Savage Dragon issues. It does have every time he speaks, he does have the silver, the silver yeah, circle, which, which is which his thing. Is, no, yeah, but yeah, you're right. His actual, I, I, if I have to guess, I think it's just to emphasize his gravelly, growly nature. Yeah, it just comes off as drunk to me. <laughs> me too. Like, yeah. you really, to like, like See, emphasize someone being like under the influence. That's how you would. Interesting, so, because I took it as simply he's, you know, demonic entity, and so he kind of talks like a demon. He's got a demon. Yeah, and, I mean, and that's how I, you know, I assumed. I assume he's not doing it because he's drunk, but it just doesn't look, it looks. I liked I it. I don't like it. I liked no, it. No, I, <laughs> I didn't like it either. <laughs> I, I like personalized word balloons. Um, I like that they had its spawn borders, but uh, yeah. the wavy, I didn't, I didn't need the wavy. It's that, funny. That said, the fact that this wasn't the way it was in the original crossover is odd. So, try to think of it as like this is from Ant's perspective. Does that mean to Ant, Spawn sounded like, "Don't get all high and riding with me, Junior." <laughs> like how are, how are we to interpret that? <laughs> They're trying to kill us in case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> It was uh, them more uh, us. <laughs> I took it more as a you have unleashed an untold number of horrors, mighty one. <laughs> so like Christian Bale Batman. Yeah, basically. Christian Bale Batman top <laughs> font. Well, we have a spawn voice, an amazing one. Uh what is it? David uh oh, what's his name? I'm an asshole for not just immediately knowing the voice actor for Spawn. Oh, oh for I the won't. cartoon? Yeah. No idea. Spawn that makes me a real asshole. Voice. Then. Actor David, not tenant Google Keith uh, David. Oh, oh, Keith David. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, doing the, the way he delivers was... his line is, "They were trying to kill us in case you hadn't noticed. It was us up there." <laughs> well, that's Keith David doing Keith David because Keith David is <laughs> Keith David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's He's Goliath. Just, it's his Goliath voice. Yeah, yeah. You never, but, saw, like, you never saw gargoyles, did you? No. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, dude. Disney's best cartoon. Indeed. <laughs> the the best Ninja Turtles knockoff. <laughs> so, uh, 
moving so, along. So there isn't the, like we like we've said there isn't a lot to talk about in this issue simply because it is a repeat. If you want to hear our in-depth thoughts, you can check out Savage Fincast episode 52 where yeah. we talked about much That's of it the, for the Fincast. Thank you. Bop it up. Uh, one thing I did notice towards the end, uh, you know how we talked about how he turned that double page splash into a single page, right? Well, he, he, he did this, uh, what is this? Four times three, this 12 page grid page. He turned it into two pages. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the art got expanded, but otherwise it's identical except across uh, two pages. And he touches on that in the credits. He's like, Oh, you know, I gave, uh, in the, the back matter. He's like, oh, you know, I was able to give this sequence more room to breathe and, you know, I tightened this up or whatever else. But honestly, it's crazy. I want you guys to really think about this. This 2017 ran in 2016. So that's been seven years ago. Yeah, like six and a half years, seven years. Yeah. And yet this still hit. I mean, even if I hadn't just done the reread. Didn't you guys feel kind of like this was just like still real fresh in your head? Yeah, I'll be honest. It is. Even though I did yeah. forget a lot about the beach, beach of the story, I actually forgot about the fight with the fire guy and the other right. uh, cultists. I thought that was all new, and it wasn't. Right. So I, I guess I had forgot a few things. But it just hasn't been long enough that. Yeah. It didn't seem like six years, seven years ago. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of. I mean, I mean, uh, COVID year is more like a lifetime. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about the most interesting difference I would say between the issues is that you get to see Jack Morelli's lettering versus Russ Wooten's. That's a good point. Oh wow, you're right. We do get to compare the two again, and it is interestingly different because Russ does some of that kind of old school Savage Dragon, and uh, you know Jack Morelli's doing kind of a more like cartoonish like bombastic kind of a like the doom doom is where it really stands out as different like the doom 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 pages yeah yeah uh that stands out as really different like jack to russ and then of course you know you get to see eric's flats uh versus nikos's uh more like rendered coloring so it's funny because these issues are so like similar like so similar that like you really got to get granular to appreciate I this. I didn't even really notice the lettering were different until you pointed it out, and yet you can tell that it the whole thing's been relettered, like entirely. Yeah, yeah. completely relettered. Even though it's a lot of the even though it, the even even though the art's the same and the the text is the same, but the lettering yeah, is new. And and the, and the, and the word balloon placement, uh, word balloon, the word balloon placement is the same, but the word balloons themselves are redrawn. You can tell because the tails are slightly different. Well, like Craig Craig pointed out, some of these things were originally just panels that get expanded out into pages. Like the three-page sequence where Alzea Stone gets stabbed by Spawn, that was just three panels at the top of... Uh, or that was part of four panels. That was three of four panels in the original 217. I think and he, he, he did that because when the rocks fall, um, mm-hmm. the characters get separated. So right. he he could only use those four panels before he had to start doing ant stuff. Correct. Yeah. So it's like it's just really nitty gritty. I mean, it's kind of like. But I mean, here's the thing. It's, all right, I'm going to keep my critic hat on. So it's, I sort of retread anyway, and you know, real estate's limited anyway, and it's just kind of like you know, you hate to see stuff. 
like three panels of an original page just blown up to fill up a whole page. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a similar situation as the digest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I get your point. It's just um, not the maybe not like the most uh, considering that this is about to go on hiatus. Yeah, it's maybe not the best use of pages. Yeah, I, as expanding those two, that one page into two plus turning these three panels into a page. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, I would I, one, just one thing I, I wanted find, more was all. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? <laughs> what, what one thing I found really kind of interesting. So Ant goes for like the really minimalist art style with the flats and the flat colors and stuff. And if you go back to the original Savage Dragon issue where uh, Isaiah Stone gets stabbed through the back by right. Spawn, he yeah. actually is kind of flatly draw, uh, colored in that panel. Yeah. Yeah. But when you see it in this book, he's the only character who has like shading and like right. skin tone, like uh, 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 transition. He's like it's he's like he's, he's like he's over he's like overcolored versus everybody else everything else. Yeah, it's a really interesting choice, isn't it? <laughs> I kind of like it better in in the ant. It, it pops more. Oh yeah, with the with whole dagger the foreground. red. Yeah, and spawn kind of just more the. I don't know. It just pops more because spawns in the background, kind of just that flat white. No shading, you know. But you're right. Turns out, nothing new about Isaiah Stone. He gets stabbed and gets buried, and he's never seen again. I feel like even the dialogue, that's how it ends. Not with a whimper. Or with a whimper. Not with a whimper, but a bang. Wait a minute. No, it ended with a whimper. Yeah, mm. I, I agree. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she says it ended with a bang, but we know different. Yeah. Um... I got to say, you know, this is a new page of her standing triumphantly on this. And she is colored so goddamn good. There's just something about this page. It's one of the few new pages in this issue. Yep. And it looks so goddamn good in this page. It's it's a new panel, but the page that the panel with the rock swan on dragon is reused. Right. It's one of the four from the top of that issue 217. But yeah, the ant panel herself is is, an, is new drawing. Yeah, and the brachathum looks good. Yeah, it does. And the rocks falling on dragon, the way it's colored here with the yeah. yellows and you know the reds, are so much more impactful than the original. The original looked good too, but I don't know. There's something nice about the knockouts of the yellow. I agree. Yeah, the yellow against red, absolutely. Although, yeah, the original one was good. I. I like both, but I definitely, I don't know. I it's don't know, funny. It's to, they're both really good, but the yellow one just kind of jumps out at you. Did you guys kind of get the impression uh, that this issue sort of worked hard to make Ant seem like she really didn't give a shit about the people she was working with? Oh, no. she she She's definitely a Larson character in that regard. <laughs> yeah, she worked she, so hard to recruit them, and then it was like... It's just gonna leave them to their own devices. Yeah, well, they, they, they just treat them like sure. a bunch of like bickering idiots. Yeah, they don't yeah. they don't get along. So, meh. It's hard to kind of take Malcolm serious when he's like, oh, he's know, all that's right. He, this is dialogue his... about being a cop and like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, dude, you got no. Uh, he he's in his law and order phase. 
to be fair, his father went through it too. He would he would he would expose the the importance of due process occasionally you're himself. You're under arrest. Yeah, you're not in uh, whatever. Yeah, he gets he gets so goddamn mad at Spawn for killing Isaiah Stone. But then, like, as soon as I saw that, I thought about him poking his finger through Scourge. Well, in the same Poke. episode, he in the same issue, he punches the jaw off some guy. I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine you can. I have a self. Too long that was self. That was self defense. Life's uh, precious. <laughs> we got a uh, scrunch. His problem is that Isaiah had surrendered, so Spawn murdered him. Isaiah, st- listen. All right, this is what I wanted. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it. Isaiah Stone said he could control molecules. We saw him making the cave walls into hands yes this guy could give people powers he was just too fucking awesome to have gone out like such a fucking chump and i get it that he wanted to live and so he surrendered and then spawn killed him anyway but like man i kind of wanted a reason for why he didn't like turn their molecules inside out or something all, all I wanted was like, you know, maybe another page with one of his minions kind of dragging him away or something. Like yes. some kind of like, hey, something. this isn't the end. Or a minion putting on his like broken skull cap, like taking over the reins or something. Yes, Craig. Yes, something. dude. Something. Or something. To, like give us a little like, oh, maybe this isn't the end. I still or think just... that I still think the hat was the bad guy all along. <laughs> the skull, right? Yeah, the skull mask, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. is that, Dude, you hit the nail right on the head. It's, that's all I wanted. Like, instead of wasting, not wasting, I mean, I like it, but it's like, instead of spending, we'll say, one, two, three, four pages on Ant basically making her way to the train tracks, yeah, could have given us one of those pages to give us a little bit. What's his connection to the biblical well, that's, rapture? That's like classic Savage Dragon. You know, the last page is like a splash of something like, oh, shit. You know, maybe, you know, in 40 issues, we're going to see this guy appear again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. here's the minion that's dragging him away or putting on the hat or, you know, and turning into one. Right. Uh, is, you know, a villain or whatever it is. That was the kind of shit that, you know, Savage Dragon first, you know, 10 years or something. That's the shit you would see, you know? Yeah, like if one of the people down in the camp was like, Isaiah Stone's dead. Long live Isaiah Stone. And like had a, like a baby with the fucking skull mask or something. <laughs> something. Yeah, and you know, you don't even really ever have to touch that again if you don't want to. But no, it just no. gives you the option. And it just kind of makes it a more interesting read of like, oh. Yeah, no, I agree. Like the funny thing is, is like, and there were things that were never expanded upon. Really, like Baby Boom was around for so long, and then in the end, he just ended up being a like a living bomb. But it's like, even if it was just like thrown out there to like tease you, it would have just to me been more exciting than. And then it made it to the tracks. It's like, all right, well, hmm. huh? I didn't need four pages to see that. I mean, if you really think about this mechanically, like what these four pages accomplished, these four new pages, right? Mm-hmm. Spawned in, at your first, it just kind of seems indifferent about the people that helped her. 
Then Spawn just kind of seems indifferent about Ant. <laughs> just fucking steals the vehicle and just fucking takes off. Walks Dr. Octopus style with his chains. Which I did like that, by the way. I, I thought that was cool as shit and funny. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Ant is indifferent to the people in the camp. And then Ant just fucking gets on the train. And that's what those four pages accomplished. And I just feel like they could have accomplished a little. Like, show us her dad. Dude, we haven't checked in with him in a long fucking time. Or, like, show us, like I said, something with Gadget Man or fucking the general that's over the the, the general that's like, oh, you know, factions change all the time. You know that guy? Right. Whatever. Just, it's it, yeah. to me, it's like... I think you guys know how I feel about Ant and this this issue really didn't help much. I'm just echoing what a lot, you know, what I've heard from other people too, but you know, I don't think this is a wholly original thought, but I'm just done with like like I wasn't a huge fan of the Ant Dragon Spawn crossover when it came out. It was okay, but like it's not that and you know, I don't know. This the story wasn't that great. You know, the, it could have been better. This Isaiah Stone guy or Isaiah Stone is, you know, we see him and he dies. There's no, like, I'm not invested in the character. And then for it just to be a complete, like, recap, almost page for page, it's like, I felt like I, we already talked about this issue. Like, we already, we've already seen it. We've already paid yeah. for this comic. Like, I'm, I, I, you know, we get the experiment and the colors and stuff, but it's just not enough for me to be, like, satisfied. And I'm just like, I need this book to like find its voice and kick into something separate from Savage Dragon and Mario Gully stuff. Like, I just never interested in Mario Gully's real uh, uh, comic, original comic, or his characters. And not, it was not a good read for me. The Spawn crossover was not the high watermark of Savage Dragon. That mm-hmm. you know, I just. I'm ready for new shit. Like, give me some some new shit. I will uh, expand upon what you're saying just by saying, as someone who had no familiarity with Mario's stuff, um, unfortunately, Mario's stuff was some of the only freshness that we really had. And if you remember last time, I was kind of down on the series, but then I was kind of coming up. It was kind of shaping up with each issue. But then, to me, this kind of dragged my like enthusiasm down a peg. Like, I'm kind of, like, like dragged back down to the, oh, geez, this really does need to get, like, fucking off the pot. Like, it just needs to get cooking. Like, we need new. Like, this needs to feel like an Eric Larson book. Because, like, obviously we love what the fuck Eric does. His last issue of Savage Dragon was just a goddamn barn burner. I mean, yeah. he hasn't he hasn't lost a fucking step at all. No. But whatever this experiment this dedication to recapping those, it, it just needs to fucking I, move along. Yeah, like we just need I, to get new stuff. I remember seeing that, you know, the, the splash page with like the Batman kind of knockoff villains and being like, Oh, it's cool. We get to see some like different characters. Like you didn't know where this book was going to go. And it just has not lived up to my expectations. It just, it's kind of been a slog for me. Like I said, this is just an issue of Savage Dragon right now. It's it's not that much different than what we already had. I'm I'm like, I don't know. I, the good thing is I think that we're past this now. Yes. And 
Hope, 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 hope. Yes. Well, yes. you say that, but there's going to be more Mario Gully series to reference. Is it? I think we're, he makes. We're an... still, we're still not out of the revisiting Mario Gully era. Period. Yeah, but I think that we're done with most of like the reused panels. He might reference some Mario Gully. I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. May, well, maybe help, I'm wrong. Let me ask yeah. you. You read the Mario stuff. The next issue teases the severed hand. Yeah, so that's probably a lot of. Is that t- is that touched upon in the Mario stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a whole issue. That oh, cover no. the issue is the severed hand. I hate to tell you, dude, but I th- I yeah, think you stuck it. We got five I think more shows. I think I stuck the severed hand in some place wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I think. <laughs> I think. I think you're in for a rough ride. Yeah. I think these next five issues are going to be recap. I don't think there's going to be new until thirteen. Yeah, and that's a while, and it's not good, honestly, for me. I. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't like the Mario Gully stuff, and I know, like. Eric just wants to wrap it up, but I think he just made a misstep by trying to like make it go twelve issues. Like I think he was better off just blowing it all up and starting new. Yep. And not trying to deal with like cleaning up a convoluted story. It's just not fun to get through for me. It really isn't. Um, I will just say that again, without the Mario stuff, without the Mario context, I'm a little more forgiving for it. It was some of the most exciting stuff. So maybe it's not so bad for me, but he needs to not be uh, slavishly committed to recapping that. Or re, it just sort of need, it needs to feel fresh. Yeah. Like if you're go- if you're gonna touch on that old stuff, just bring as much you, as much new, and as much you to that old stuff as you can, because uh, you know. There's just this first seven issues is just so mired in old stuff that I just really, really desperate for that new stuff. So, this is, I feel like this is like a project that Eric enjoys of just like trying to like fix this character to the way he thinks would work. But unfortunately, I don't think he's thinking of the reader. Whereas it works with Savage Dragon. I just, I don't care what the readers want in Savage Dragon. I just want it from Eric I want Eric's kind of version of Savage Ryan I don't want to be influenced but when it comes to Ant it's almost like I don't know just give give us some stuff that we want you know like I don't know don't don't try so hard to like clean up Mario Gully's mess and 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 try to make it right somehow it's just I don't think anyone really wants that besides a small group of like people that were into the Mario Gully stuff that still are well, that is the perspective that I would I wish that we had is I wish that like because I know you're not into it, but like for the people who were enthused yeah. for Mario's stuff, are they feeling this? Is is this something that, like do the Mario fans thrill to see Eric's take on Mario's stuff? I don't know because we don't hear from him. Yeah. And so I don't know. And I don't want to shit all over this because I do like reading it and talking to you guys about it. Yeah. I love Eric Larson's stuff. I just want it to get better. I really do. Um, Anytime there's anything new, I'm like over the fucking moon. Like the, even the thing is, is that like this, you know, we, uh, we sounded so shitty and hateful of it, but like 
the the new pages were fantastic. I mean, beautiful visuals. The coloring, I will certainly say that his coloring experiments a total success. I mean, this, this fucking... This character should be right up Eric's alley. Like, you could draw, like, a Spider-Man, like, flexible, you know, thin character that, you know... I mean, he proved with this Spider-Man that he can draw these types of characters, and so it seems like it would be a perfect fit, you know, this this type of visual. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see that. I don't know. I just want to see new stuff. It's totally justified. Just, Jim, where are you at? You've been pretty quiet. I understand what Eric's doing. He's made it pretty clear that the goal of all of this is to basically repackage the Mario Gully series into something that can be sold as a complete package because you can't you can't sell the series as it was due to various issues. So that seems to be his primary goal is to make that version of the character available. And this is the way he's going about doing it. And that's why he's doing it this way. I think, I think trying to redo it from scratch would have been a preferable way for us. But as you say, if Eric is enjoying it, I think ultimately as long as he's enjoying what he's doing, I I guess we have to just enjoy it as it comes, or you're not required to like everything Eric Larson does. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. And well, I mean, and what's you know, we don't do that here. And that's, that's why I gotta keep it real. Like if I I'm not gonna fake it because then no one would want to hear our opinions. They wouldn't trust it. But that's the thing. Like you either and that's the thing with Savage Dragon, even if you don't like like trusting that it's Eric's vision is what kind of makes Savage Dragon great too, you know. But I just you know, if if I wasn't doing a podcast on on this, I don't know how much longer I could hold out on this. Oh this I comic. know I probably would have dropped it by now. For sure. I don't I don't think I would have dropped it, but the thing is is that I'm not gonna pretend that this thrills me the way new issues of Savage Dragon do. Not um, even close for me. Not even yeah. close. And the thing, and it has nothing to do with the art and it has nothing to do with the coloring. That's the strong point. Um, it's the retread. I, yeah. I just don't that's, feel anything about that. Me. And the thing is, is I know that he wants to take a different approach. He even says it in this letters thing. He's going for a more timeless storytelling and things like that. He's not tied to real time. So I know that in a lot of ways, this is a lot of ways for him. This is a different book than Savage Dragon. But I guess all I'm saying is that even though I wouldn't have dropped it, I couldn't get as enthusiastic as I am about Savage Dragon where like I recommend anybody read that. And I recommend anybody check out Savage Dragon. It's like a comics tour de force, like issue after issue. It's good. It's like super amazing or whatever else. There's a lot of the times in this ant thing, like recap and stuff where just, you know, sometimes stuff's weird or it only really it's makes super sense. It's super confusing. in issue six and he's, it's like confusing to me at times. Well, I just don't think, like, with six issues, I don't think enough was really maybe done. Like, six issues of Savage Dragon, shit happens. And in six issues of Ant, maybe I would feel different if there wasn't so much retread, but it still doesn't feel like much has happened. It doesn't feel like she's, like, you know, learned any great truth 
or had any great personal growth. Uh, yeah, I'm just confused, honestly. Hmm. See, I'm not confused. I'm not confused, but I'm just not uh, feeling like this is the way the story so, would flow if it was all new. <laughs> so she knows she's like totally aware who she is. It seemed like she went from like wandering around. I think she's still got memory the issues of the past. And then all of a sudden just becomes like a superhero recruits two other superheroes and goes on this quest, which she seems annoyed by because it's a side mission to her main mission. Like, and what, just why is she so driven by, by going after this guy all of a sudden? Like, I don't understand that. Do you guys get that? Like all of a sudden, like she's no, trying get... to find herself. And now all of a sudden she's like, I've got to go I, get this guy. I do believe Eric moved up this, uh, crossover retread. He may have, I think he may have mentioned that at some point where this was supposed to happen later in the series, but he decided to do it now. So that might be adding to some of the confusion there about motivation. Yeah, but, you know, I shouldn't have to, like, go on Facebook to, like, understand, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. And still don't even understand it. Like, like maybe I well, need to I've, reread let, the first let, few issues. Let's take a moment to go back and to, to, to revisit Ant's current status before this. Okay. She's been having memory issues. She's okay. act, She's been active as Ant. Um. She's been active as Ant, but she may not be fully aware of how active is Ant. Because it feels like Ant is like a separate persona that comes out. And that her, her civilian care, per, uh, self doesn't always know everything that she's doing as Ant. And part of that's because of her programming and part of that is... is coming out of that programming i think hunting down uh gadget man has awakened a lot of those memories has made things make more sense for her that's why she's more uh she's been more proactive in the last several issues yeah i yeah i don't know like i have no idea if so that's your your guess right i mean there was nothing uh, it, 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 it's it's based on some of the stuff we read back in issue four uh, with Gadget okay. Man, I guess, I and and, and the stuff with Coldburn and uh, what's her face, Green Tits, Green Tits, yeah, <laughs> iconic, that iconic character. Um, I kind of get where you're saying where you're coming from, Jim. Uh, but at the same time, I, I I do have to say with with Craig, like you you're justified in saying that the pace feels kind of meandering. Like she did kind of go from like, uh, you know, I don't really know who I am. Oh, wait, no. Yep, I'm it. Oh, yep, yep. There's Gadget Man. Gadget Man, why'd you do this? And Gadget Man's like, oh, I'm protecting you or whatever else. Now all of a sudden she's just able to just recruit Spawn and Savage Dragon and go on this side mission. But again, even I just didn't get context for why Isaiah Stone mattered. Like what he was, what was his connection to the biblical rapture? Like, or I know we're probably going to get it, but it's just like I don't know if he absolutely was. I think he on. says I'm, I'm looking his at connection four now. Is, he says he's preparing people for the coming storm. So he's referring to the biblical rapture, right? Oh, okay, he does. So Isaiah Stone is trying to counter the biblical rapture that's coming by giving people powers, but it's kind of like. It's meandering. I mean, I'm. It's. I'm sorry. It's not as good of a clear through line as what you would want. Is all. Right. Okay. So I'm back on issue four, and I'm in the scene where she's talking to a Gadget Man in her hovel, in her apartment, and she basically says, "There's a man down in New Mexico named Eliza 
Stone, who's using his mutant power to transform religious nuts and social misfits into superpowered killers. We need to shut him down. Spawn said he'd help, but he's in recovery himself. So I guess, yeah, I guess he's, I guess he is part of it, or at least he's a, a symptom of it, which is why she's taking initiative to go get him. Because she knows where he is. Presumably. It's just strange. Um, I think this just could have been done better. I, th- I think that, like, you just didn't need to try to put this puzzle together like this. I think that it would have been more coherent had he simply started fresh. Like, you know, if you want to use cold burn, use cold burn. If you want to whatever. But, like, uh, I don't think necessarily the commitment to the old continuity and making something, making something of it. I don't think that that is, uh, bearing fruit the way you would have wanted. You know what I mean? I think that maybe after reading this, that's just my reaction is like, after reading this, I, I'd like, I don't feel as enthusiastic as I do with new issues of dragon. And the thing is, is I know that new issues of Dragon are going to have some kind of crazy thrill or new villain or whatever else. Whereas um, this uh, feels like it's building to issue 12, which we've already read. Here, here's what I think. And this is based on some uh, stuff I've been scanning through these back issues of, of Ant um, as we talk. I think we're supposed to feel a little disjointed about things because I think Hannah herself is disjointed about things. And I uh-huh. think that's been the case the whole time. And yes, it's a little odd that she's beat. She gets these heroes and she goes down and get this guy. And yes, there's a connection, but it isn't a very strong one. But I think that's because she needs like a goal, any goal. And this is a goal. And she may not entirely understand why she's so driven to do this. She just knows that she is. And again, it all kind of goes back to the fact that she was programmed for a time that she was deprogrammed. And then she has, you know, she's been having a hard time telling whether or not if Ant is real or not. Because remember, Gadget Man did that whole thing where she he turned Ant into like a fictional character. To try and protect her. Try and yeah. protect her. So there was a subterfuge there that confused <laughs> reality with, with fiction. And I think yep. we are supposed to be as confused as she is. At least I hope so. <laughs> I think I'm there. And this is where I say, one last time, because I just don't need to keep beating it's, it up. It's it's postmodern. This is where I say again, is that I think if you're trying to fix Ant's convoluted origin, you don't embrace any of the convoluted aspects. You clean it up. You make it more clear cut. You make it easier to understand. Invincible was a normal teenager till one day he throws the trash way over the garbage bin is like awesome. And he realizes he got his powers came in. That's pretty clear cut. You know, it's just like having someone question reality and we question reality. And it's like also the characters I made up as a kid, you know, uh, blend into my actual modern superhero powers. But it's, it's that wasn't the way. <laughs> That, that wasn't the approach. It's like what 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 you need if you're doing a fresh start is just a clean, good, clean slate so that anybody who picks it up feels like they're getting in on the ground floor. Agreed. Hmm. I mean, yeah. 
If you're trying to make a character marketable, that's all. And so it's hard because I'm enjoying, I am enjoying this. And like I said, I was up before this, I was before this issue, I was up. I was like, yeah, man, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's, it, it's making sense to me. It's clicking. But, um, uh, I don't know how a new reader would feel about this. I guess we really need a new reader <laughs> to, to tell us, but it's hard for me because I'm not a new reader. Like when I read this, I just see so much old and just like a little bit, it checks you out. You know what I mean? Well, it probably doesn't help that we spend two hours talking about the issue previously more than probably anybody else you know yeah 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 Yeah, we are burdened yeah we're burdened (laughs) with the extra fact that like we reviewed the shit out of spawn 217 right and even then we didn't like that like i remember when that i remember our impression like we loved like you know the bickering and we thought it was funny yeah the miley cyrus when it was new all that stuff we were like We're like, ha Miley Cyrus, you know, escort van, ha ha. We laughed at that stuff, but I remember we still hated that ending. Yeah, like, I just wasn't super impressed with that issue to start with. So to get it again is just, yeah. All right, <laughs> I, I've said my piece. Yeah, same too. Uh, you know what we can do? We can jump to this absolutely one area where Ant has completely shined. Is I would even say that the letters column in Ant has surpassed the letters column in Savage Dragon. Uh, I think that there's like good letter writing. I think that the f- inclusion of fan art. Yeah, that's it, great. I don't know why he doesn't do that with Savage Dragon that much. I mean, if you're out there, Savage Maybe Dragon listeners. I don't know. If you're out there, Savage Dragon listeners, I mean, s- submit art. Because his thing he said uh, is, you know, somebody was like, oh, you know, did the FinCast have something to do with this? And Eric was like, well, if people submit it. So I'm getting the feeling that if you would submit Savage Dragon art, there'd be Savage Dragon letter column art. And so, dear listeners, Ken Albury, Jay Kennedy, Michael Fitzgerald, Troy, if you're out there and you have it in you, please submit Savage Dragon art as well. I loved, loved your contributions to this issue. I thought you did fantastic. Jay Kennedy in particular, I want to make sure to throw out. He did the one of Angel and Ant. It's uncredited. And so just making sure we're giving you your credit, King. We're throwing out a little extra shine on your name. Excellent like, um, work, everyone. I, I also want to mention uh, Michael Fitzgerald Troy, who does the like trippy Ant one, which is pretty damn cool to see something that's like a little bit different. But he also has a really great video channel where he reviews uh, a lot of comics I really enjoy. But uh, it's worth checking out um, his uh, YouTube page. And I think it's... Oh, you know, he's got um, Gary Carlson from Big Bang Comics on his next episode, which... That's out. He always... Is it out? Yep. Uh, What's what's the name of his his YouTube page? I'll find Uh, it right now. MFT TV, I think. It's on Gary's page. Gary just shared the interview. It's uh, MFTV. Yeah, MFTTV uh, presents. And if you look up MFTV, MFTTV presents comic chat, that's the full name. You will find Michael's thing. And he did an interview with Gary. It's out now. Of course, yeah. 
he reviewed our uh, Super Freaks comic. He does a lot of like Larson comics and you know stuff that we're into. Um, so his channel's worth checking out. And uh, his type of stuff. His ant pin up here is blacklight friendly, and that was by intention. Oh, that's cool. Yep he he did that and because I was like, oh man, it's like reminds me of like blacklight art, and he's like, that's on purpose, and I was like, oh dude. And uh, Ken Albury's pinup has got yes. the severed hand, which we're going to be <laughs> visiting, re- revisiting. Very, very funny, dude. Very funny pinup. Excellent work. Excellent work, all those contributors. But I just want to say, there's somebody who outshone every one of them. <laughs> he has way too many questions. I would say that he might have actually asked the perfect. Some would say the perfect <laughs> amount of questions, okay? And uh, seven, you know, it's a holy number. It's a lucky number. That was by design. So, yeah, there's a certain well-endowed FinCast host who wrote in a letter that was so good so that we to have to hide. Savage Dragon letter, but, you know, it's close <laughs> enough. I swear by the chemical explosion of East Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> I swear that I did write that praising, oh, that Craig praising letter, and Eric just didn't <laughs> publish it. I swear to you, dear listeners. But there's only really one thing that I want to highlight on my letter because we have talked about it so many times on the FinCast, and that is that Eric claims that the uh, never-received Savage Dragon Halloween issue was issue 120. <laughs> now... I just have to say, do you fellas feel like issue 120 was a Halloween issue? Was that the one with the panel each day? That was the yeah, one that had it had them trick-or-treating Mr. Glum and Angel as Calvin and Hobbes. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Well, that was one, one, one day, right? Or one month? Um, No, that's... I will just say that I feel like we've had Christmas... Thi- I, my only rebuttal, I'm going to rebuttal right here on the show. My only, re- my only rebuttal. Allow me to present my rebuttal. So, <laughs> the only thing I will say is that we have had Christmas issues that I think no one would doubt that they were a Christmas issue, right? Like Santa Claus is in them. There's a beard. There's a sleigh. I want a Halloween issue that is undeniably a Halloween issue. Like, it, oh, like one one twenty is not the one day out of the year, or one day a month or whatever it was. Right, one twenty. All right, that's yeah, 120 the one twenty is a one twenty is a good. Yeah, one twenty is a good Halloween one. It's yeah, but they're, two they're full pages. Yeah, they're they're definitely <laughs> trick or treating. It's not ambiguous. <laughs> Did you say two full pages? Come on. Yeah. I'm just oh, no, oh, there's more than two, actually. Whoa, 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 there's three. Whoa, whoa, yeah. there's four. Yeah, it's definitely Halloween, dude, Raven. Five. You got to revisit that. I don't believe it's about you. as many Halloween panels as in the Christmas issue. Come on, dude. There's a there's an issue where Savage Dragon is wearing a Santa suit on a sleigh delivering well, presents. Well, well this, liter- this literally has... Angel and Glum in costumes with the buckets on the street. It's it's, it's no less a Halloween issue than any of those yeah. other Christmas issues. With Hellboy costumes and Batman and Spawn costumes. 
Okay. Well, it's good to know. It's good to know you Judas's sided with Eric so quick (laughs) and fast. Yeah, dude. And and actually, part of the plot is that someone steals uh, Angel's Angel's candy. candy. And Glum beats his face into the fucking ground. I guess Smasher is wearing a purple and black striped shirt. So that's (laughs) that's pretty festive. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever, I don't believe it. Whatever. Um, yeah, all right, that's fine. Sure, sure, I'll shut up about it. <sighs> Maybe one day I'll get my Halloween issue. You got it, buddy. It's done. <sighs> Let it go. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, you know, moving past those amazing... I mean, honestly, I really am serious. Like, the letters column in Ant is spectacular. Uh, I I love it. I love the letters in Dragon, but I really feel like the letters column in Ant has just been excellent. And uh, we get some of this excellent uh, sketch uh, sketch cover stuff. And boy, oh boy, you would have never dreamed Eric struggled with that cover the way he did, would you? Yeah, there's a lot of renditions of it, huh? Yeah, he's, he says, I mean, that's the one he talked about. He says, he even talks about the struggle. He's like, it should be easy. He's like, it's just a standard cover. He's like, but man, I really struggled with this one. It's like, holy cow. So I love that kind of stuff. Like, I love that kind of DVD extra behind the scenes. You know, just saying, this is and great. after all that, I think the cover of Savage Giant 217 was a better cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it actually was. <laughs> But that's um, ah, cool, man. Um, yeah. The back, the back matter was some of the best part of this issue is what's so crazy. Yeah, I love the comparison. Like, so you don't actually have to go dig through your comics if you don't want to. Like, he's going to yep. show you some of the pages that, how they're different. Um, that's cool. I do like the letters pages and, and, you know, just for the fact that you can see there's people that enjoy this. So that, that makes me happy that, you know, there is an audience that enjoys this and sent our, you know, like it enough to write in. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it takes effort to write a letter. Let's be honest. Um, and so knowing that people are doing it, I mean, it's, it's a decent sized letters page. So mm-hmm. that's cool. I do like reading letters. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very pleased with it, and it's especially important in Ant uh, because he has he's said multiple times Ant won't have time capsule moments. Like for instance, he has he says in this letters column, and again, this is why the letters column's awesome. He says in this letters column he doesn't plan to touch on COVID at all in Ant, and right. so the, that makes the letters column even more important to be like a time capsule for the moment because ant itself isn't going to have that element. And so, yeah, it's cool. Like I love it. Um, always, always a thrill, like always a pleasure. Final scores. And this is going to be harsh. This this one's going to be low. If you had to put a number one out of 10, what would you put on this currently? Issue six itself. 10 being the best Ten. five being kind of middle of the road. Yeah. And then one being unbearable spawn. Uh, give it a six. Okay. Just because it's too much of a repeat and what was new was a little thin. Okay. How about you, Craig? Um, if this was new, I'd give it a four. 
I I don't like I don't think it's as good as an average issue of mm-hmm. Savage Dragon, but because this is all caught, I'm gonna give it a three just because I've read Whoa. the issue before. Damn. Sure. Sure. No, like yeah, very- I'm just not happy. I, I think it's below average to start because I didn't like the story to begin with. Mm-hmm. I'm just I, I'm just not into it. And then uh, pile on top of that that I've read this before. I just you know give me something. I mean, you had how many months? Give me something new. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be shitty about it, but no, it's fine, I just, dude. I just I felt like I bought a comic I already owned. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a five right down the middle. Um, I love the new stuff. I love the back matter, but, uh, this is for, by Larson standards, this is just middle of the road. Um, the only reason I'm giving it such a high score is because I do think that the art experiment is interesting. The coloring, the art, I continue to really enjoy that. Uh, the differences between the lettering in particular, I thought was interesting and stuff like that. But, um, that's the strength of novelty. And I don't think that that's really anything that elevates it above just average. And so, yeah, uh, five. I'm feeling like a five. So there we go on the on the next on the next issue of Ant. The hand. Coming eventually. (laughs) Not just the hand, it's the severed hand, right? The severed hand coming eventually. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see when Ant comes back. Hopefully not too long, but let's see if we can get some more Savage Dragon in the meantime. It's cool to uh, listen. I don't want to end on a downer. I do want to end on an uplifting note. And I will say that overall, I am still excited to get two titles from Eric. And overall, I am still excited to see where he goes with this. And we complained and complained and complained our little asses off about Savage <laughs> about Savage Dragon not having arcs. And this is Ant having a one big giant arc. Because um, this arc started in issue three of Ant. When that's, yeah. that's when Spawn showed up. Yeah, and it and it's it's been continuing on and on. So, um, for whatever it's worth, uh, I still think that this is very potentially exciting. There's still a lot of potential excitement. I still think that Ant as a character is an incredibly strong visual. I think that uh, he says he's going to get a bunch in the can. Uh, I think that that's smart. I think that if you could just keep it coming out, you know. If those five issues come out five months in a row, and then boom, we're dealing with a like a you know a new issue. It's like well, of, of new new, like no retread, no nothing. It's like well, fuck yeah, that's really gonna hit with some strong like. And so, I'm overall still positive on Ant the character, even if I'm not overall positive on the current direction. So, and I'm I still look forward to it. Like I'm still hyped about the experiment. And so, yeah, we'll see. So, um, like the ant? yeah, <laughs> I think that's it for ant. Uh, we got a few more minutes. I wanted to follow up on something really quick. Uh, yeah. those who, those who listen to the Savage Fincast retro may have heard us talk briefly about, uh, a 
pinup in one of the previous issues of Savage Dragon. I think it was, was it in 16? I honestly can't remember. But it was a pinup by Jerry Ordway about a character of his called Proton. And right. uh, I discovered that Proton actually has current comics that have come out in the last several years. Um, they're basically a part of a uh, kind of a con exclusive creator exclusive like they're not published through like diamond or anything they're just you can buy them at cons you can order them through his website um so proton is interesting so you can still as far as i know you can still buy uh the first two issues of proton through jerry orway's website that's how i got them uh the first issue is a reprint of material from another book plus the uh, material in proton number one in kind of a combined issue and then there's a proton number two the interesting thing about these books are is they're not just Proton. Half of the book is Proton. The other half is uh, Sketchbook. Well, not so, much cool. sketch, not so much Sketchbook so much as finished line art, black and white line art uh, of, com- cool. various, of various commissions that he's done. So it's like a convention <laughs> sketchbook, half convention uh-huh. sketchbook, half, half comic. Huh, okay. Uh, so which means each issue, quote unquote, is, is got about 10 to 12 pages of Proton. So the unfortunate oh. the unfortunate thing Man. about that is is that the, <laughs> yeah. the, the story is a bit glacial as a result because you don't get a full issue of comic in each issue. Yeah. Uh, how much is each issue? How much is each issue? Yeah. I feel like I and paid like wise. five to six dollars each. Mm. Like yeah. That's tough. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, keep so, going though. This is yeah, your yeah, impression. I want to hear about. Pro yeah, yeah. This is your cool impressions. Looking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I paid. No, they're. Five and six dollars. So I paid eleven dollars plus five dollars shipping for both. Uh, actually, I paid eighteen dollars for the bundle. Anyway, um, so because of the kind of slow, it's kind of like a um. So the, there's this guy, this dude. I'm not going to go into the details because I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but he had like an encounter with like a UFO, and it's infused mm-hmm. him with some sort of mysterious power. And mm-hmm. government agents are looking for him, and what appear to be uh, agents of the aliens or an alien mm-hmm. group. Are trying to find him, so it's kind mm-hmm. of a it's kind of a guy on the run sort of story, like uh, the okay. fugitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't really like demonstrate his abilities until like the end of issue two, and oh. then it's very brief. Uh-huh. Uh, so you get that quote unquote kind of cool looking costume that you don't really see until late into issue two, or even Ooh. I don't even know if you see it yet until the end of issue two. I'll be honest. Um, it's it's interesting, but it's not something I would say run out and get um uh-huh. it is it is cool because what you can tell is and what he writes about in the uh in the intros of each issue proton something he's been working on for a very long time conceptually conceptualizing at least um because as we said we saw that poster way back in 1994 uh but he's only just now you know putting the books out um now here's the thing so he's had previous convention comics uh, I believe the the first convention comics he did w- were called Messenger, and Messenger ran like I don't know twenty odd issues, but again they were self published through his quote unquote, his uh, his uh, OK Comics brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been able to find any issues of the Messenger except for one one issue of the Messenger that was published through Image, which I assume was a collection of the 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 the, the comics the con exclusive comics bundled together and colored. Mm-hmm. That's just a guess though, because I haven't been able to find 
any actual issues or images of the issues of Messenger. Apparently, s- apparently some Proton stories were in those Messenger books. <laughs> but then, and that was what was reprinted in the uh, in the uh, reprint of Par- Proton Part One. Uh-huh. So it's a little convoluted because again, these are convention books. These are the kind of things you sell to. These are the kinds of things you sell to your convention goers to get your name written off, uh, to get a sure. signature. Uh, sure. So going forward, Jerry Orway is almost always at Terrificon, so I'll be keeping an eye out for future issues of Proton from now on. Cool. Uh, I find it, just because I'm a Jerry Orway fan, I find it interesting enough to keep buying as they yeah. you know, exist. Um, yeah. I am going to, if I do get to talk to him at the next convention, I'm going to ask him more about Messenger and what the hell that's uh-huh. all about. And if there's any way to get more of that, because I like the idea of getting more Jerry Ordway solo books, because he's a he's not a half bad writer as well as artist. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's worth it's worth uh, checking out what he's doing. Absolutely. Plus, he's like an iconic Superman artist. He's like an industry legend. Oh, like, oh yeah. I mean, this is the guy. Yeah. This is the guy who inked. This is the guy who inked George Perez on Crisis on Infinite Earths. So right. he. He's he's been he he is he is the guy he's the man, yeah. BFD big fucking deal like he's yeah. a fucking big fucking deal. So yeah, it's it's cool, man. And like even though we kind of like balked at the price a little bit, I mean whatever. They, you know if it's of interest to you, that's actually a bargain, and so it doesn't matter. And so it's it's cool. I, I think I it's interesting. His, I love his art though. I I yeah. seriously think about grabbing some. I just eh, I wish it was like a full dedicated issue. It would be fun, but I I kind of get it. But yeah, I mean, it's a thing he's doing for himself, and he sells it to his fans. And I guess ultimately, yeah, it's that, a bummer that you know it couldn't have been picked up by somebody. I'm assuming he's doing it, self-publishing it, because he couldn't get a publisher to you know publish it. I, I think it's more of a case or whatever. I think it's more of a case that in order to self-publish it, he'd have to dedicate a lot of time to it, and mm. he's got other gigs to do. So he does it well, in his free time. Plus, you also never know, like, if it's just literally um, a pet project and that's as much as he cares to tackle it. Right. Yeah. I because, just love I mean, seeing creator own yeah. stuff from, like, these, like, big guys. Me too. <laughs> like, like, absolutely. Like, I'll take any kind of, like, original IP from these guys. Like, yeah, absolutely. Any day of the week. Cool, man. And, like, uh, refresh my memory, Jim. Like, wasn't that original pinup super old and he just recently started doing yeah, this? Yeah, it was super old. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I remember it was in, the like, the, the Savage Dragon teens in there. So he, he's had this, wow. you know, he's had this, uh, you know, cooking for a while. And, in fact, uh, I'm just discovering. So uh, in 2021, he published uh, Messenger 23. And he actually, mm-hmm. and that was the issue that had the original, uh, uh, well, it had a, it had a proton, uh, story segment and that reuses the poster for the art, uh, for the cover. <laughs> right. I, I'm only discovering this now. And this issue in particular is out of print. Uh, uh-huh. so I can't get that one, but, uh, cause there was the messenger 23 and then there was proton number one and then there's proton number two, uh, messenger 23 and proton number one sold out. So he put out a proton part one, which reprints the stuff from those two issues in one issue, which is, is what I bought. It's a little complicated. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
No, man, it's awesome. Thank you for like, you know, taking the time to like pick that up and share your impressions. Like that's cool as hell. And you actually met him. I think you were there for one of them. Yeah, well, but I, I, I don't think we talked. I don't think we. T- no. I don't think we. T- I don't think we talked to him that day though. I think uh, he was late and he had a line. Yeah, yeah. That, I I re- no, 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 no. You remember what happened? We were walking by, and I said, "Oh, that's Jerry Ordway. He's one of the coolest artists in the world." And he looked up at me uh, as I was saying it, <laughs> and acknowledged this is that he actually heard me. not a joke. Yeah, this no, is actually that not happened. A joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then you blew him a kiss. No, I didn't want to embarrass him. Yeah. But he did give him an ass wink, if you know what one of those is. <laughs> it's where you just clench one cheek. <laughs> like a little but no, n- but 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 now next this year, uh, if he's there, I got something to ask him about. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah, or get him to sign. Like I mean, you have well, well th- these these came signed, so that part's already oh. done. Then get him to write a personal message on there like I love Jim. <laughs> I'm sure I'll figure something out. <laughs> Not I love Jim. No, uh, it's okay. It's too far, too personal. <laughs> All right. We'll give him the old double ass wink. The, the yeah. double ass wink. Right. It's not twerking because you got to do it one cheek at a time. Left then right or right then left, but not left and right at, at each time. That's just a twerk. The old double ass wink. The old double ass wank. Did you think at the end of uh, this ant issue, like I want you to flip real quick the page before the letters column, right? Right. So go to panel one, two, three, four. Okay. I think I know what you're about to ask because I was going to ask if you noticed this. Let me verify. I did. I, let me let me verify that you're talking about the same panel that I'm thinking of. Yeah. So second to last page on the one where she gets on the train, right? Not so, yeah. Well, before so the, the letters page, column. Right? Yeah, right, right. So, so where it says the severed hand, so the fourth panel. Yeah, my timing and her her her, her gigantic ass. You noticed yes. that, did you? Yeah. Do See, you think her ass is foreshortened? It's closer <laughs> to us. I I like it though. I'm just saying. Of like, course maybe you do. We need maybe we need more of that. <laughs> see, when I see a when I see a big perfect ass, I don't have to uh-huh. announce it to the world. I just accept it. And, you know, uh-huh. memorize it, and I internalize it, and I go on with my life. But I know you've got to point them out. As a, yeah, I mean, I that liked, looked... I, I liked how you liked the second panel on the last page enough that you redrew it as your own pinup. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's a cool... Look, Even look at, like, the little... Look at the original. Like, isn't that a that's cool That's right. You, you did draw her walking through the, the, the desert, didn't you? It's that Mesa, and the way he colored it, like, where it's lighter... And it's like mm. popping out. Like, don't you think that's just a cool panel? Yeah. You, you going to send that to Eric? You get that in the letter pages? It'd be good letter page art, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Not good enough for a pinup, but good enough to be a letter page. I yeah. think you should do it. I'll do I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. You guys have given me. Hey, dear listener, you heard right here live the inspiration to do it. No, I love that panel, dude. The Mesa. Like, I love the colors. I just want to say, I love the colors of this whole sequence. You know, the orange sky in one, the pink mesa, the green sky in the very next panel. You know, that perfect double, like, single wink ass, you know. Then she's getting on the train. The hobo's like, whoa, what in the world's a girl like you doing out here? My lucky day. (laughs) Exactly. 
Won't you let old Willie play the harmonica for you? <laughs> Would you like some baked beans? <laughs> some baked beans. Here's a, here's, a, here's a pot of a coat I cooked. <laughs> hey, Hannah, have you ever wanted to learn the hobo language? This is the you last ever, of my jerky. Please help yourself. You no. ever learned? You, you ever wanted to learn the hobo alphabet? <laughs> See, you take the ID out and then you hand them your wallet and then they can't kill you. <laughs> yep. I hope at the issue at the beginning of issue seven we see that guy waving to her from the train and she's just <laughs> chewing on jerky with the other hand's got a can of beans. Mysterious meat jerky. Yes, dude. The guy's it's, got a little stick with a handkerchief at the end. Is, is mm-hmm. it a cat? Is it a raccoon? Is it human? <laughs> I'll see be. you all this coming fall. The big rock candy mountain. He just disappears. <laughs> the hobo just disappears down the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a story again, Hannah. Warm mind sides with a laugh. We got a lot of mileage out of that one page. <laughs> if you ever listen hand to bone it, for you, <laughs> do you know what a juice harp is? Boing 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 boing. Why this hobo has a juice harp? I don't know. But I assume yeah, you do. do. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dying sounds like you're killing Pat uh, Craig. <laughs> Who's Pat? I don't know. I just like your impression. <laughs> Juice harp's hard to do an impression of, man. <laughs> I fucking invented that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Can you imagine the desperate situation that led to that? Well, come I need on. music. <laughs> Have you ever, like, strung a rubber band between your fingers and just plucked at it? I mean, it's the same pr- general principle. You're bored as you shit. Saying that's I need some board. free hands so I can hit this triangle and fucking, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> if you ever listen to a FinCast all the way to the end, you are truly rewarded. That's all I want to say. Right now, all the people who listen to us in their car... They got to pull off the side of the road to get a piss break because, dude, that was some funny stuff. I had two drops myself. I'm going to go out and buy myself one of those little, are they, are they called <laughs> jaw harp or juice harp? It's both, isn't it? I, I only know it as jaw harp. I thought I, a juice harp was the, a jaw harp. Does the jaw harp need yeah. a, the wax paper? Ooh, I don't what am I, what am I thinking of? I think you're talking no. about a kazoo. Oh, you're right. The kazoo needs the needs the wax. The kazoo paper. has a piece of wax paper in it because you can blow it out. You can ruin it. That's kazoo logistics. <laughs> the, the parts of a Jew, the part of a Jew's harp is the frame, the reed, the legs, and the tang. The tang. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Hannah, do you know how you to get that sling tang? tang? <laughs> Sit back and let old Willie sling tang for you, Hannah. Okay, I think we've written this into the ground. Good night, everybody. I'll see you all this coming fall. (laughs) 
See ya.